And again, all morning long, we're talking to outstanding educators who are doing innovative things in the classroom, thinking outside of the box. For more information on the show, you can always like us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. Our next guest is using the latest in technology to teach his students. Michael Cabral teaches at Dater High School here in Cincinnati. Through his guidance, Mr. Cabral's students are producing state-of-the-art projects and preparing for the future in this ever-changing world of technology. Welcome to the show this morning, Michael, or should I call you Mr. Cabral? Like your students, uh, right? Either's fine. <laughs> All right, good, good, good. All right, so Michael, how long have you been teaching? So this is my uh, seventh year teaching. Um, I've been in since my public school since I started my teaching career. Um, I graduated from UC. I got my first job teaching district at Western Hills High School. And right now I'm at Dater High School. What subjects do you teach and what grade levels? Right now I'm teaching a ninth grade world history and I'm teaching an intro to psychology class like as, a, as an elective. And I'm also teaching AP psychology. Okay. Um, I teach grades nine through 12. Okay. Sounds very complicated. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like when I was in high school, if I had you, I would be way in over my head. It sounds like. Yeah, kids say I usually give a lot of work and stuff like that, which I think is good, you know, but from their perspective, maybe <laughs> not so much. Not so much. Right, right. Now, you are a Google certified educator level two. Sounds very impressive. What does that actually mean? So actually, um, any teacher that wants to do it can um, become a Google certified educator. Pretty much what you do is, you know, after you use the basic Google education app suite, you know, Google Drive, Google Slides, Google Docs, and become pretty familiar with them. Um, you can register to take, I, th- I believe it's like a $10 test with Google, and they just kind of give you an uh, online at-home test where you, it's, you know, I think you have up to two hours to take it. But you just kind of answer a few questions, d- perform in a few scenarios, you know, using Google Apps, and then it gets graded by them pretty quickly. Um, and then if you pass it, you get a little certificate saying you're a Google Certified Educator. You do that twice, and you get to level two. So, so explain to us how you're using technology in your classroom and helping to make a difference in the lives of your students. Give us some examples. So in Cincinnati Public Schools, um, we've had the My Tomorrow initiative going on for a few years. It started out in grade seven and eight. Now it's in high school and it's actually going down into the elementary schools as well. But pretty much any kid in those grade levels has access to a device, a one-to-one device, whether it's most of the times it's usually like a, a laptop computer. Um, so with that, you know, we can have, we can do all these really uh, creative, awesome lessons. Um, what I, the tool I've been using a lot that I really like is um, a new app that we just got in the district this year that's district-wide called WeVideo, um, which allows kids to get access to a free video editing tool and that also has green screen capabilities. So what I've been doing the past few years, doing these different projects with my kids, you know, having them film, you know, like movie trailers or, you know, uh, documentaries or morning news shows using the green screen, acting like, you know, they're in front of a green screen like you see on TV and, but also, you know, kind of relating that to history and uh, other educational topics we would be studying in class. My kids, the past two years, um, we have this district link project competition in social studies. They've won first place for the My Tomorrow Award both uh, for the past two years in a row because wow. of their videos. So I'm pretty proud of that. And I like to, you know, keep trying new things, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't work, and, you know, changing, changing things up from, you know, time to time. So how receptive are students today in terms of new technology and accepting new technology in the classroom? Do they catch on quickly? And I would imagine that this generation that you're teaching right now, they've been born into technology. Right, right. I went to a training a few years ago that kind of started all this. And a presenter, like the uh, first speaker of the day, she said something that really stuck with me. 
Um, she says something like a really high percentage, I want to say like maybe like 80 percentage or so of kids, their future careers, you know, in the future will be a job we haven't even heard of yet or hasn't be even been invented yet because technology and the world we live in is just changing so rapidly that, you know, we really have to get these kids ready, not only like teach them history or science or math, but get them ready for, you know, technology based skills. So it's really important for them to be ready for that. And like you said, um, a lot of kids are pretty receptive to stuff, you know. A lot of adults I work with, uh, myself included even, if I can't figure out an app or a techno- piece of technology, I'll say, hey, have you used this before? And, you know, nine times out of ten, they'll figure it out for me, you mm-hmm. know. So kids are pretty receptive and they're always willing to try new things. You get you get a few here and there that are, you know, aren't excited or, you know, very confused by technology. But that's what I'm there for to kind of help them through it. And they also have classmates there, too, that can also help them through it if there is an issue. Now, I understand that last year you introduced a new aspect of learning called flip learning in your classroom. What yeah. is that and how did that go over? So like a flipped classroom is pretty much, um, you know, in the traditional sense, you know, the teacher lectures to the class with a PowerPoint or Google slide or something. Kids take notes and that's that. Well, a lot of teachers don't have as much time in the classroom as they used to have. So some, what some teachers might are doing, and I'm starting to implement this as well, is to have the kids watch the lecture at home that you, the teacher, have pre-recorded for them, have them watch that at home. So when they come to class the next day, they're prepared, they saw the lecture, they're ready to go, and you guys can do a more engaging lesson that involves deeper thinking, more critical thinking. You know, so for example, my psychology class, I might have kids watch a, a video lecture on the notes at home and then come to class the next day ready to do like an experiment or a demonstration or some sort of lab that'll kind of get them ready to participate in the class the next day. I'm not there yet, like as, as much as I want to be, but I'm, I'm working towards that this year. And every year I take a little baby steps to try and get myself more in that direction. And in case you're just tuning in all morning long, we're talking to innovative educators, outstanding educators doing innovative things in the classroom, educating students in non-traditional ways. I'm Rodney Lear. You're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. For more information on the show, you can like us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. In the studio with me now, we're speaking to Michael Cabral. He is an educator at Dater High School. He's here this morning to talk about how he uses technology in his classroom to educate his students. Now, to that point, Michael, how are you seeing technology improving the education of your students? I believe using technology in classroom, it kind of encourages kids to have to think deeper and more critically about, you know, how they're going to complete assignments. Um, You know, anyone, most kids can make a PowerPoint or a Google slide, you know, in a few minutes and present the information they know. But when you have to make a video or, you know, do a flip grid or something like that, that kind of requires you to think deeper, more quickly, how you're going to arrange, you know, scenes, put things in order, what, you know, titles you're going to use, how the credits are going to be played. That requires kids to think in different ways about the same information they were kind of already thinking about, you know, when they were doing a Google slide or a presentation. So it requires them to, you know, think deeper. It also requires them to get practice in using um, uh, skills that are more tech, like stronger in technology, you know. Anyone can make a Google slide more or less, but to make a video requires you to have patience. It requires you to um, sit down and really work at a problem, put scenes together. To be creative. To be creative, Mm -hmm. right. And to really like kind of tell a story. In a PowerPoint or Google slide, you don't necessarily have to tell a story all the time. You can, but a video allows you really to like kind of let what you're really thinking, what you really feel out, you know. In a PowerPoint and Google slide, it's hard to do that. Now, how do you believe the use of technology in your classroom will serve your students beyond high school? So, so like I said, um, I, I truly believe that a lot of these future careers kids are going to have, 
either are, are, are very new in the technology world or haven't even been thought of yet. You know, when I was younger, um, I never would have thought I could have played video games and streamed video games for a career. You know, if you look at some of these streamers on YouTube or Twitch that are just play, they play video games all day. They're gamers. They, yeah, they make six figures. Mm-hmm. You know, my I, son constantly <laughs> reminds me that this could be a career, right? Right. Like if if I would have known that as a kid, I would I not be here right now. Is going for that, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. But that just kind of illustrates the point. You know that there's careers out there based in the technology world that we haven't even thought of yet. So if we can just get our kids as ready and open to using as much technology as possible, they can have their foot in the door against, you know, another kid that maybe hasn't had that exposure in high school. No matter what, what school they come from, they've had that exposure to we video or making videos, make, you know, some p- teachers do podcasts even. So, you know, is it the more, the more exposure to technology, the better, I think. So what advice would you give to teachers that are interested in implementing more technology in their classroom? But, you know, they may be a little hesitant. They may not be as young as you, young man. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I work with, like, the technology trainers for our district. We go out and we do trainings for other teachers in, you know, different buildings and stuff like that. And this is what they say that I think is a really good piece of advice. They say find something that you, you're for sure you can do in the classroom. You know, go to a class and learn something that you for sure can do and try it out. If you like it, keep doing it. You know, maybe make it a little bit more tough on yourself. Try and add some things to it. If it didn't work out, that's okay. Uh, scrap it or see what didn't work and, you know, try and fix it. But just try one th- new thing here and, th- here and there, and then eventually you'll be, you know, you'll, you'll have a whole new teaching repertoire to, to kind of use. So just take baby steps, and then eventually you'll, you'll get to where you want to be as far as using technology in the classroom. Now, let me ask you this. We don't see many men in the classroom teaching our young people, and I think it's really important for them to have a role model because some of these kids are growing up, you know, without a male presence in the home, and it's good to have this male role model, right? So what are your thoughts on the lack of male educators in the school system? Yeah, so that's a good question. Um, I find, you know, I've, I've gotten to know kids throughout the years. Like I said, I teach freshmen, so I see a lot of my kids grow up, you know, all four years. Um, I've been a dater four years, and the kids – that I had as freshmen uh, my first year there are now seniors. So it's, it's really crazy to see them go throughout all four years. And I think there should be more men out there. And I really think uh, it really gives you a special bond to kids. You know, no matter what kind of student I have, they seem to respect me and they look up to me as, as a male role model. I can only be more supportive of that and only encourage more males to go out there and become teachers because it's a really fulfilling job. I never would have thought, you know, when I was in college or high school that I'd be a teacher, the chance to really change a kid's life and help them out kids telling me every year, you know, you've helped me out. You've, you're a role model to me. I look up to you. There's nothing you can really do to kind of replace that, you know, no matter what you do, I think at least. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for all you do in the classroom and beyond. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. And again, all morning long, we're celebrating outstanding educators, educators who are going the extra mile to teach their children and to make sure that they're having success in the classroom and beyond. For more information on the show, you can now like us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now, like us there now, and join the conversation there as well. And we would love to hear your stories about outstanding educators. Stick around. We'll be back with more Sunday Morning Magazine in a moment.